Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Sack in the Nose with a tropical Chevrolet fantasy football show on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2 The Joe. WQAM. Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our priority. Off of Biscayne Boulevard in tropical Miami. All right. Time for Zach and the Nose. It's our fantasy football show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. And we are here uh, once again for you on a Thursday night. We got Thursday night football uh, happening uh Tonight as well, so uh, we have a big night to get over a lot of things, and there is a lot going on, by the way, a lot, lot, lot going on in the NFL right now, especially for fantasy football. Big uh, shout out to Tropical Chevrolet, our sponsor, as always, Uh, and we need to get into everything. Last week, by the way, our theme basically for the show, we came on early in the week. It was like Sunday, bloody Sunday. It was bad. Uh, Lots of players went out. So many of the top 15 guys didn't play. So there's a lot to get to. Let me bring on my co-host, my partner in crime here. It wouldn't be Zach in the nose if we didn't have the nose. So let me bring him on right now. Mr. Nose Spencer, how are you doing? If you're not following him on Twitter, by the way, follow him at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E. The Nose, happy Thursday. Happy welcome to week four. And what the bleep is going on right now in the NFL? That is exactly the question that we are going to have to answer today is what is going on. And Zach, the answer is we knew that this was going to happen, okay? Let's not, you know, call ourselves crazy. We knew that COVID-related issues were going to happen. I'm going to change the tone. I'm thankful that we had three weeks where we had no issues, but here we are in week four, and oh, the fun has really begun because we have a postponed game until week seven. The Titans and the Steelers are not going to be playing. Right, and that's, uh, listen... It might not be the biggest uh, thing in the world to a lot of people. It's one game. It's not a big deal. Let's quickly uh, do the little rundown on this game. Um, there are a lot of players in this Tennessee-Pittsburgh game that will be on your fantasy rosters. Uh, a couple horses, and I have one of those horses, by the way, in Derrick Henry. So, yeah, uh, that stinks because, yeah, everyone's got a bye week. That's fine. You see it in the beginning of the season. You look for the bye week. You know that one week of the season where you might lose two, three, four if you were bad at drafting five or six guys. But this is unexpected. What do you do if you've got Derrick Henry, if you've got James Conner, Big Ben, Ryan Tannehill, your boy Janu Smith, um, any of the guys. Even Vance. Isn't Vance McDonald the tight end for Pittsburgh at this point? Juju. Like, there's a lot of there guys There you go. Game. You made right, a comeback with right, Juju. We're, right. not, we're not starting Vance McDonald these days. So, listen. Luckily, this is simply their bye week. This situation is a good taste of what, you know, might happen in the future. And this one is very easy to handle. It's simply their bye week. 
So yes, if you were a person who was smart and drafted, looking at their bye weeks and trying to make sure they mix up so you don't have starter, you know, four guys on the same week, well, guess what? I'm proud of you. You listen to the show. You might be screwed because right now that's what's going to happen. Right. They're going to move bye weeks around. So this game looks like it might be played in week seven. And I believe Pittsburgh's bye week was in week eight. So now Pittsburgh's going to bye week's going to be in week. Excuse me. They're now going to play in week seven. So you may have planned around it. You know what? I'm again, I'm trying to really turn this into not a positive, but we have to be thankful that we still have the NFL. These oh, are small right. things. Right. This right. is fantasy football, and everyone has to try to keep a perspective and have fun with it because none of the decisions that the NFL is going to make is going to have anything to do with fantasy football. No, so, of course. Of course. Right. It's only because of us. It's for our show. That's it. Right. We need to roll with the punches. That's going to be the theme of the show. So listen, for this week, yes, you had Derrick Henry going this week, and you had Juju well, that's fine. It's simply for this week, their bye week. The larger questions are going to be, and I think we need to talk about it. I think we need to address and jump ahead of now what we know is going to happen. There's going to be COVID outbreaks. We're in a pandemic. What, as a fantasy commissioner, is best for your league? That is what I want to discuss with you right now, Zach. Right, and that's important because we even talked about it before the in the pre-draft kind of shows we did of what to do in your league, adding a position, adding an IR spot. What if a guy gets COVID? Like there were certain things you would do before the draft is started. And then it was like, okay, we're here. We got our draft done. The NFL season has started. We're week one in, no COVID. Week two in, no COVID. But we didn't know it was going to come at a certain point. So now the question is, if you haven't addressed what might happen before these pre-drafts, you know, what we will do if something does happen, if a guy, a team gets COVID, if two teams get COVID, if 17 players all across the league get it, what do we do? But yeah, that is, that's important. And it's important to go over now before we get into all our nonsense that we do here on the show with text and, and the sniff test and all that. This is kind of important. This is kind of a, a dire straits moment for your fantasy football league. This, this is important, and this is very easy to be. I am a big communicator in my life. I love good communication, and it's no different for fantasy football. You must communicate with your league. Listen, if you care about your league and there's money involved, you simply, as a commissioner, want to have the most fair league as possible. So you, there's going to be teams who are going to get screwed here. There's no doubt your fantasy team might take a beating from COVID. You knew it when you signed up. You still, I if you, I know you're still enjoying your Sundays. So you just gotta, you know, plow forward. But there are ways that a commissioner can get ahead of it. And so here's what I recommend: if you're a commissioner of your league, email your league and say, for this week, we got lucky. The games are for those two teams are simply buys. But moving forward, if players go out due to COVID, they whether the team goes out or the player goes out, however it works, there should be a COVID IR for your league. Every single one of the major, uh, you know, Yahoo, CBS, ESPN, it's like three clicks for the commissioner to add an IR spot. And if this was in week eight, and if you had Big Ben, you should be able to put Big Ben on a COVID IR where you could then pick up another quarterback where you don't have to drop a player. A lot of leagues have short or shallow benches, and you do not want to drop a player when something is so out of your hands. So first first and foremost is have some flexibility with your league. Don't be a douche and 
uh, go with the old rules that you've always had. This is right. not, this is 2020, baby, right? Right, that's so, right, that's right. Make sure that you're giving the teams the best chance to at least put the best lineup as possible on, you know, you know, basically put the best lineup as possible, even if you have stars that are, have to be benched because of COVID. That's the first thing. Be right. fair to your team. Email the league saying, we will go, you know, there's nothing fluid, Zach. There's, we have no idea what's coming no up idea. our way. Right. But right. just say, and jump in front and say, whatever does happen, we're going to do what's best, what we believe is best and fair for every owner in this league, because there's definitely a good chance that there's going to be a week 18, right? So there's 17 weeks in the league, and we don't play fantasy in week 17 because that's when starters are being benched for the playoffs. Right. Well, there might be a week 18 where all of these makeup games are made. Well, in week 18, there is no fantasy. So long story short here, you got to have plans to have COVID IRs, right. and you got to make sure that a team that loses a player has a chance to pick up a player and start them without being penalized. Right. That's the whole point of this. Listen, we all know it's, uh, there, there might be something on the line here as well in your leagues. I can imagine most are. But you want to have fun, too, and you don't want to make this a, a problem. You don't want to make this an issue in a league between people. It's an easy fix. Do exactly what Nose just said. Add some spots. Add some flexibility. And guess what? Then you're playing fantasy football again. That's the underlining right. point to all this is playing fantasy football, having a fun time, sitting and watching the Red Zone channel on Sunday, uh, watching the Monday. Listen, we, we talked about it on the show this morning, the Joe Rose Show with Zach Krantz. We talked about it this morning. That would be awesome if somehow, some way they said, yeah, we're going to have Tuesday night football. I don't know what would have happened in a fantasy world what, if that would have counted for next week or this no, week. It would have no, been, it would have been this week, and right. it would have been awesome. You got an extra game, another awesome. night. That, right. right, of course. That's the whole point. That's, so listen, we're having fun. We're doing this, and you should have fun too, but have a contingency plan just in case, just in case the bleep hits the fan, right. which it almost did in the last couple days, and they fixed it. The NFL fixed it quickly, and that's all you can ask for. And, and teams are going to have advantages, and teams are going to have disadvantages in this season, and there is nothing anybody could do about it. But it's no different than the disadvantage. If you you know you had that number two pick and you pick Saquon Barkley, it's sometimes this is what happens. It's fantasy football. He's out for the year. You know, in week eight, if your top player can't play because of COVID, and then that gets rescheduled for week eighteen, there is no answer besides I'm sorry. Right. That stinks. But we have to move forward. Do you want to play fantasy football or not? So there's going to be a lot of trials and tribulations, a lot of highs and lows, but you got to keep a perspective. And you said it, this is fun. Right. We're enjoying this. Don't take it too seriously. The person who takes it too seriously is going to be the person who is unhappy. And again, they're not my cup of tea. Let's just say that you, right. at this point, right. 2020, enjoy yourself as much as possible. All right. With all that said, in this whole first 13 minutes that we just wasted talking about this, because we have to now with the COVID stuff going on in the NFL, we're going to move forward. As we have to do, we move forward. We go. If you have any more questions, if you have any need a suggestion of what to do in your league, tweet the nose at Spencer Nose. Text in the show tonight, 305-567-0560. We will answer all your texts like we normally do. This is a normal show tonight. We just had to start with a lot of, like in Nose's notes, there's red lines all over the first page of our notes here today because we had to go through the minutia of telling you what to do in this COVID world we're living in. But we're done. It's over. If you have questions, we'll answer them. But otherwise, don't be a douche. That's the, that's the underlining meaning. Don't be a douche in your league if you're the commissioner. 
Fix it. Fix the problem. Go forward. If you're a Derrick Henry owner, you could cry for a little bit, but who cares? I am, and I'm going to cry, and it's over with. Blah, blah, blah. Done. Wipe our hands clean of the COVID mess. We go forward with fantasy football. All right. 305-567-0560 is the text line. We'll take your text today. We have everything as normal here on the show. We're going to go over the nose candy and the nose bleeds in the next segment of all the picks from last week. Observations from week four. Uh, what to do here. We have a terrible, stinky Thursday night football game tonight. We'll talk about that as well. If you have anyone going in tonight's game, uh, and there's only a couple names, that's it. We'll get into that in the next segment. I almost feel bad because I don't want – it's NFL, so I'm going to watch it, but, man, there's just a stinker tonight. If it wasn't for my boy Adam Gase, I don't know if I'd watch it at all uh, tonight. Uh, I'm not a medical doctor, Zach, as you know, right, right. but let me tell you something. If you suffer from narcolepsy or right. if tonight, you are sleep-deprived, right. just put on this game tonight – and you will go to sleep like a baby. That's that's what I think. By halftime, you should have a nice snore on with this game. I told my Snoozer. wife I would put the kid to sleep tonight. We're just watching Monday Night Football in the dark. That's all. We're bo- I'll be asleep before he is. All right, we'll take a break here. This is Zach in the Nose Fantasy Football Show, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. We'll take a break. We're going to come back with observations, the nose candy, and the nosebleeds right after this. You're listening to Zach in the Nose with a Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM. All right, guys, we're back on Zach in the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Tropical Chevrolet, we're convenient for our customers. It's our top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. Get back to our normal stuff we do here on the show. Knows when we talk about your picks from last week, we give you a little credit. We let you beat your chest a little bit. We got text messages coming in. We got to get to those as well. 305-567-0560. We will get to your text quickly, but I want to go over the stuff from last week. Let's start with the nose candy from week three. Nose, go ahead. Rip your shirt off. Beat your chest. Let's hear it from last week. It was a pretty good week. I had some nice picks. Uh, maybe not as many as I'd like, but I'm happy to give off the nose candy. I recommended Ryan Tannehill last week, and again, he has not disappointed. Uh, over 320 yards in the air. Very nice game out of him. But the most fun I did there is we recommended three Jimmies, Zach. The three Jimmy roll right. of all running backs, and let's see how they did. We did Jimmy Robinson, had 129 total yards against your Miami Dolphins with two touchdowns. We had Jimmy Connor, not the tennis player, although a legend. He had 149 yards and one touchdown. We are no longer afraid of the Benny Snell show. We are proven that the, this is still the Jimmy Connor show. And then my stretch Jimmy of Jimmy McKinnon, or Jarek McKinnon for that matter, uh, he had 77 yards and a touchdown before he had to leave the game with a rib injury. But I'm still giving that uh, some nose candy based on he still found the end zone and had a very nice game while he was right. in the game. Getting in that end zone is probably going to get you on that list. It gets right. you in the list. I also recommended Scary Terry, who somehow is still producing with having the worst quarterback. I'm very curious to see when they pull uh, Haskins out of there because – let me tell you, Scary Terry had multiple opportunities to have touchdowns, and he just was throwing the ball all over the place. Still had 83 uh, total yards, so not a bad situation. 
I recommend it against Daniel Jones, who only had 179 yards in the air. Not very sexy. So overall, not a bad nose candy list for me this week. It's a good list. Listen, if you if you have a couple, if you have five or six things you're getting a little candy from, by the way. I want more than that. I'm a little greedy. No, and you should be greedy, and people want you to be greedy. Listen, if the list every week was just all nose candy and no nosebleeds, uh, it would be a uh, little harder to get you on the show with me for the amount of money we're paying you. All right, let's go to nosebleeds (laughs) uh, from week three. Uh, Give me a couple where uh, you're about to beat your chest and you fell off your chair. Oh, no, this is a bad one. I'm happy. I haven't had a nosebleed like this in a while. Right. All year, for that matter. The start nose pick of the yep, start the nose pick it. of the week. I I need to be accountable. Kenyon Drake, you failed me, my man. You failed me big. Seventy nine total yards. I had him going off last week, but guess what happened? Kyler Murray decided to run the ball into the end zone, and that is going to be a situation to follow. Thank in you. that, right. you're welcome. That is a situation <laughs> where the Cardinals have the similar situation with Cam Newton and with Lamar Jackson is sometimes, and even Josh Allen, I'll throw on that list, those guys are going to run it in themselves. That happened to be the case. So Kenyon Drake, major nosebleed for me. 79 total yards on being a nose pick of the week is unacceptable. I also recommended Mitchell Trubisky, who <laughs> flat out got benched. Who's un- he, basically unemployed at this point. He right? is. Exactly, yeah. not, and he's not going to find the field. And let me tell you, I hope you picked up Foles because, as we know, he could throw the ball. This is an offense that is basically the KC offense. We'll call it a fake, you know, a fake KC offense because they don't deserve to be in the same category. But they have the weapons. So if you have Foles on your bench or a starter, I'm totally good with it. I also recommended you start the mustache and your Miami Dolphins shut him down for a tune of only 275 yards, which is normally okay, but he had no touchdowns and one INT. That's a nosebleed in my book. And I won't do this ever again. I, well, I shouldn't say never, but I recommended on benching the rookie Joe Burrows. And that dude just keeps going as he had 312 yards and a few touchdowns. Let me tell you simply incredible start for them. And if you're a Bengals fan, you know you're not going to be that good this year. But when you have a quarterback, you know your future is bright. And Cincinnati, you hit with your quarterback. So Joe Burrows was a nosebleed, and I won't be doing that again. Right. If you're a Bengals fan, you also know what your draft picks are already going to be next year. All offensive linemen. Five of them. You're drafting five offensive linemen, and you're hoping three out of those five guys work out. Keep the guy on the field. Right. That's it. I mean, you can, and he throws the ball so much, and he gets hit so much. I mean, this is – you don't want a David Carr situation there with Joe Burrow where it's a pretty good co- college quarterback coming in. David Carr just, ain't walking through that locker right, room, ain't right, walking through right. that door, and neither is Jamarcus Russell, okay? Right. They found Ooh. themselves – right, I, I, you know, I, I did it. Right. Number one picks. This is the right number one pick. They did a right. great job here. All right, that's it for the nose candy and the nosebleeds. We're going to get some observations coming up. By the way, you could line up those texts for the nose, 305-567-0560. They are coming in hot and heavy nose. We're going to have to get to them soon. There's a lot in there so far. But let's get to some observations. Um, couple wide receivers. We'll start with this one. couple wide receivers are on that kind of questionable bubble if they're going to play or not. What do we do? I believe it's Devontae Adams, Julio Jones, and Michael Thomas. And in the middle of the day today... I get a text from my buddy in Lake City who tells me he heard a rumor that Julio Jones and the Patriots might be talking a little bit of trade talk. Falcons and Patriots. We'll get into that if there's any more rumors coming out. No, we will not get into that. Devontae Adams, Julio Jones, Michael Thomas, no trade talk. Those three guys, what do we do? 
Okay, so it's actually very important. And the obvious answer is, of course, if any of them are playing, you start them. But I'm happy you asked the question and or read my observations because Devontae Adams plays Julio Jones on Monday Night Football. So, listen, we're talking about hamstrings here, okay? Hamstrings could you know, tighten up with you right in the last second. So they may be practicing today or on limited practices. You obviously need to start these guys if they are, if they're playing, but if they are not, you must have a player on your bench that you could put in for one of them. If you have them on your team that you do not get yourself a zero. If they absolutely, you know, if they have a pulled hammy in, in, right. in warmups, you need to make sure that, you know, if I would put them in a situation where you could have either, uh, you could have a Green Bay Packer and/or an Atlanta Falcon. As long as you have a backup that could go in for either of them, you are set. That's what you need to do this week. Make sure you have a bench player on Monday night that could fill in for one of those two players if they don't start. Very important. Get that done right now. And in the Green Bay situation with Devontae Adams, if he does not play. Uh, and now I'm seeing stuff all over the internet about, what is it, Lazard? Lizard man? What's his name? The Lizard. The Lizard. Uh, and he might be uh, as questionable and out too. Uh, you're really slim pickings at this point, but you have to have a backup uh, when those guys play at night. When you have teams playing at night, you're kind of in the uh, possible screw job section of the uh, grocery store. you got to be careful there. Right. You have Marquez Van, uh, Valdez-Gantling. Right. You have Russell Gage on the other side. You know, it, maybe there are free agents in your league because Gage had a concussion risk or scare. It looks like right. he's going to be okay. Scantling should be, um, well, he could be on your bench. If they, excuse me, on your waiver wires. If you have the opportunity to pick him up to replace one of those guys, it's a must start situation um, or excuse me, a must do situation. If you are a smart owner. Uh, I'm going to stay with the wide receivers, just those three guys we talked about for a second, because the Michael Thomas situation. Devontae Adams, Julio Jones, not first-round picks in most leagues, unless you're in like a 16-team league, and those guys just got in there. Um, but if you're in a 10- or 12-team league, and you pick Michael Thomas 5th, 6th, somewhere around there, 7th, 8th, wherever it was, uh, are you get? I don't like to say this yet because we're still in week 3 or 4, but are you getting a little nervous as a Michael Thomas owner? Well, it looks like he practiced today, Zach. So there is a good chance everything is trending towards him playing. The question is, is he going to be at 100%? This guy's apparently a grinder, wants to be on the field. Sure. He's going to, he's a competitor. So you just pray that Drew Brees says, okay, out of the 13 passes that went to Kamara, if you're a Michael Thomas owner, maybe some of the, you know, will come his way. We're not panicking yet. You need him back this week. Week one, he did nothing for you. Then you don't have him week two, week three. If you pick Michael Thomas in the first round, you are very likely one and two or oh and three. Right. So you're praying he plays and you're playing he gets volume. And that's as simple as that. You know, we're still early in the game. We're not at that point as to we say, what do we do at oh and four? Next week, if you're oh and four, we'll discuss what kind of options you have. What's the best trading uh, that you might be able to do to give yourself a better roster, to give yourself that last push to maybe make a run so you could make the playoffs. But we're not there yet, so don't panic. Just get Michael Thomas in your lineup if he's starting, and I do believe he's trending in that direction. Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Brady, Manning, Marino, and Montana, the great quarterback rivalries of all time. Tonight we got Brett Rippon and Sam Darnold in Thursday Night Football. That's it. We got it. The and what happens if we see Joe Flacco on top of right. it? It just might right. be 
it might be the cherry on top for us if we get to see Flacco. That would only make it better if in the next hour or so, the Jets say Sam Darnold's going to sit tonight. Joe Flacco's going to start. And it's Flacco versus Mark Rippon's nephew, Brett Rippon. Uh, it's interesting because this is Thursday Night Football. We've made fun of Thursday Night Football in the past for being stinkers. Uh, last week, locally, it was Dolphins-Jacksonville, so it was nice to see. But it was a local. great game. There was right, action. Was there was game. excitement. Right, there was. Right. This has no shot right. of being fun. I said it before. If you didn't hear me already, if you are have – some sleeping issues and you normally take a Tylenol PM or Xanax or a Valium or whatever your drug of choice is. You do not need to take it tonight. Give your body a chance. Just watch the football game tonight and you should find yourself in a wonderful sleep by halftime because it has absolutely, there's zero cachet to it, but let's go over it because I'm already seeing that there's questions on the text line. So there are literally only four Zach, four acceptable starts. Melvin Gordon, no problem. He should actually have a good game. So Melvin Gordon, if you have him, he hasn't given you such great production, but it looks like Lindsay's out. Melvin Gordon's a no-brainer. Then Noah Fant, the tight end. What a talent he is. He's great. I get if he's your starter, you got to start him. There's right. not so many options. I do have a tight end of the week that is a player that could be picked up possibly in lieu of Noah Fant, but I don't see any reason why not to start him. I would guess uh, Mark Rippon's nephew would be looking at Fant as a big target for him. He should get the targets. And then lastly, I like both the defenses, Zach. I do. That's how hey, bad of it. I don't want to jump the, the gun here, but guess who picked up the Jets' defense for tonight for fantasy this week? It was me. When I hear that the fourth, third or fourth-string quarterback is starting for Denver tonight, isn't that your first instinct? Is Okay, whatever defense that is. Even though it's the Jets, it's – Still against a third or fourth string quarterback. You have to be happy if you picked up the Jets this week. Yes, I like both the defenses completely. I really like the Broncos, D, because as we've learned, Sam Darnold right now is lost. He doesn't have leadership in the head coach position. There's no fluid offense there. The Broncos should have themselves a good defensive game. But as you said, we're now on a guy, undrafted rookie first game all the all the stuff that you want prime if you're, time everyone's jets, watching right right jets defense is a nice play so if you're addicted to fantasy like i am and i know right. you are as well and if you do want that action tonight if you could still pick up any of these defenses and i've seen them in all these leagues they have been picked up and whew, you know they're scooped up and being started so tonight is a big defensive matchup right. Woohoo! nothing could be more <laughs> boring than Right. You're sitting there watching, like hoping you get a sack or, oh my God, the, the good old turnover. And God forbid you get yourself a pick six or something. That's a huge celebration. Right, right. That's what you're hoping for if you picked up any of these defenses tonight. All right, running a little bit late in the segment. So when we come back, we're getting to all your text messages and we'll figure out some more observations from the nose. That's coming up in the next segment. If you want to line it up and, and literally you're going to be like 12th in line at this point in text messaging, 305 567 0560. This is Zach of the Nose's Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. He's the Nose. I'm Zach. We're back right after this. Fantasy Football Show, we're back. We're brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. I think in this song it says something about Biscayne Bay. That's kind of where like uh, Tropical Chevrolet is. Near there. Miami Shores. Beautiful Miami Shores. Uh, as we always like to say here on the show, hello to Danny at Tropical Chevrolet, the general manager, and the king and queen of Tropical Chevrolet, Erica and Ari. 
uh, our friends there that have got us here talking to you, basically. So our friends at Travel Chevrolet. Let's get into everything else. Knows. Let's get right to the text machine because we had texts flying in earlier, and I want to get to everybody. Uh, and there's some on, of course, what we talked about in the first segment, replacing guys that are playing in that game that now is a bye week game for Pittsburgh and Tennessee. And this one, I want to go to this first because this is, we should have started the whole show just with this text. This texter <laughs> says, have to replace Derrick Henry, Big Ben, and Juju in the same league. Replacement quarterback is Carson Wentz. Only other waiver people available, I guess, quarterback-wise are Mullins, Minshew, Cousins, Baker Mayfield, and Carr. Before I get to part B of that question, do you keep Wentz or do you go with one of those other guys that we just talked about? Well, first off, my man, I'm sorry, okay? Well, That's right, a bad right. break. You're right. Okay? Well, I should have started with that. But good for you. You know, you're here and you're trying to figure out what's best for your team. What I'm going to try to encourage you to do, somehow get yourself a dirty win. Maybe you get a little lucky and the team you play has a bad week. Whatever you do, because after that, after this week, you get D. Henry, Big Ben, and Juju for the rest of the season. So I'm trying to, you know, turn this into a positive. But no, you are not starting Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz has proven to be simply unstartable. And now he gets to go into San Francisco. So absolutely do not play Carson Wentz. I actually like the mustache the most. I would go pick up Gardner Minshew, pick him up, start him this week. The guy's a gunslinger. He had 200, He had a bad game last week with 275 yards against the Dolphins. Right. My point is a bad game with 275. He's going against Cincinnati. It's a good start. Minshew is the guy. Probably more than likely in that game, too. It could be a shootout. Jersey Joe Burrow and him throwing the ball a bunch in that game. So that could be a good It's an easy, right, you know, right. to me, it, I'm happy you asked. To me, that's a no-brainer. That's your best upside play. Amazing, too, that... Baker Mayfield's name gets put in this conversation. And if any other year when you see that roster that that Browns team has, and you said Baker Mayfield might be an option, I would assume that you would say, go with Baker and let's see. What the hell has happened to Baker Mayfield? I I could answer. It's not what the hell has happened to Baker it's wow, that running back situation is legit, right. and Good you know point. all right. about right. it. Right. This do. is a run first team now. Nick Chubb, whoever had the, uh, what well, I'm just trying to blow you up right now because I know you did. Whoever drafted Nick Chubb in the second round, and it may have felt a little early and not sexy, you're getting the last laugh here. And whoever drafted Kareem Hunt, knowing he was the second running back, again, kudos to you. This is a run option first. And right now, Odell Beckham is even saying it out loud. My stats are not going to be as good this year because they're going to run the heck out of the ball. So that's what happened to Baker. He's been okay. He's just not going to be putting up the big stats. And I don't anticipate it happening because this is a run-first offense. Right. All right, part B of that text message, by by the way, says, starting Amari Cooper and T.Y. Hilton, I need one wide receiver and flex. Looks like the options are Slayton, Preston Williams, Curtis Samuel, Hayden Hurst, or should I scramble to the waiver? Now, I don't think you should scramble to the waiver because it sounds like, based on the players that you already have, that the waiver wires are really depleted. That's my guess. Um, I do believe the Dolphins should be able to score this weekend, so I do believe that Preston Williams is a good play. Everybody is scoring against Seattle, and Seattle's going to score against you. So it's one of those things where 
Preston Williams, I, I don't think he's getting great targets, but he's scored. He's getting targets in the red zone, and so I'd go with him. And, you know, Darius Slayton is one of those guys where either he's going to be really good or really bad. I think you just got to play him and hope that he has a big game uh, for the G-men. That's what your best bet is right now based on those options. Hayden Hurst is not dependable. Curtis Samuel is certainly not dependable. So go with those two, Darius Slayton and Preston Williams. All right, we have a little bit of a defensive question, and also because it looked like they had the Steelers' defense, this texter. They picked up the Jets' defense tonight. Yes or no on that one? Absolutely. We discussed it already a little bit. Yes, that's a a yes. Try to enjoy your night tonight. I don't think you will. Uh, But there is a very good chance that you're going to get some points based off of what we discussed, that Mark Rippon's nephew, that's all I'm going to call him, uh, is that he's going to throw a few interceptions or maybe not see the pressure on the backside and have a few fumbles. You might get some turnovers in this game, low scoring. So definitely Jets D, enjoy your night. Right. Uh, Okay, this one's an interesting one, Nose. I drafted Kelsey and Kittle. Wow. I have a decision to make between Kittle, McKinnon, Singletary, and AP. Pick two of those guys for my flex. Uh, We just read a report, and I just read it to you about uh, George Kittle, that it looks like he's going to be a full go uh, for this game coming up this weekend. But, man, having Kelsey and Kittle is a nice little option there in a team, huh? Well, I'm a little scared for the, what the rest of the team is. Right, right, now, okay, right. you know, that sounds like a second and third round selection. So uh, I really hope you picked Kamara in the first round because that's your only chance of really being good because Kittle obviously has been hurt. Kelsey's been good but not great yet, and he will be. But, yes, this decision is pretty easy for me. If Kittle is playing and he's a full-blown go, I w- if it's a PPR league, which I believe it is, uh, yes, I would start Kittle over Singletary and McKinnon and AP. Oh, I have to pick two. Yeah, pick two of those guys. Kittle, that's McKinnon, be, Singletary. That's Kittle, that's Kittle and Singletary for me. Yeah. I don't trust anything in the Detroit backfield. And McKinnon is right now splitting time with Jeff Wilson Jr. And again, Shanahan and the coach there, you just don't know who's going to have the hot hand. You know Singletary's going to get his touches, and Kittle is a star. You start your stars. 305-567-0560 is the text machine if you want to send some more texts in. They're coming in fast and furious. I told you those by week three or week four, we're going to have no time for anything else but text because everyone is getting ready for this week, week four of the season. Here's a good one. Jamison Crowder or Valdez Scandalous? That is a great one because we have one hour to make this decision. So right. here's Jamison Crowder. Looks like they're in a PPR also. That's and, and I'm happy the right. PPR was pointed out because in a PPR league, Jameson Crowder has quite a bit of value. The problem is he is very iffy for tonight. He is playing, but they're saying he's going to give it a go. Never something you want to hear with a player in starting in fantasy. So as much as I think if Jameson Crowder played a full game, he could have a better game than Valdez Scantling. But I am recommending Valdez Scantling based on the fact that Devontae Adams is a little banged up. You just read that Lizard and or Lazard is also banged up. There's a good chance he could be the number two in Green Bay. And I like that with, you know, Rodgers versus Jameson Crowder and Darnold. Again, this is fully decided. uh, This is a full hamstring, though, decision that I don't want you to start Crowder. And by the end of the first drive, he pulls up lame and you're done. And that can happen. Right. Of course. Of course. Uh, 305-567-0560 if you want to get in here. Tight end question for you. Looks like Fance or Hawkinson. 
That would be Fant. Fant, right. So tonight, do Krantz. you it start? Almost, I thought it said Krantz for a second. It, it may have, and I would right. start you in a certain position, you know, like. Right. Like if you start offensive linemen that eat Oreos, that would be. Yeah, you're like a Tom, you're like the Devil Rathman from the 80s. That's what I would think <laughs> of you as the, the fullback for the 49ers. But, oh, I'm in. Yeah, like uh, Yeah, he just, Roger Craig, he just had to go right. behind that guy. Anyway, I, um, I'm going to say Hawkinson all the way. I know that Noah Fant might be more talented than Hawkinson, but. A little radio tease. You want to start Hawkinson. Right. I love when these come in because they know they listen to the show a lot. Standard scoring, one running back, two wide receivers. Scary Terry looks like a Hollywood Brown, Marvin Jones Jr., Frank Gore, McKinnon. One running back, two wide receivers. What do you like there, Nose? Okay, so for the running back, I like uh, McKinnon over Gore. Gore. That's, that's for certainly. We're not starting Gore tonight, anybody, Okay. Gore might get some volume. There's no explosion. There's not a great offensive line. It's a bad scene over there. So McKinnon, hopefully he'll stay healthy for the game. Great option, especially if you're in a PPR league. Uh, I love Scary Terry. Again, I know Haskins is not doing, you know, not doing him right by getting him the ball, but he still has the targets, and he's still so talented that Scary Terry uh, is a must-start for you in this situation. And I also like Hollywood over Marvin Jones Jr. Galladay is back. Uh, Marvin Jones Jr.'s targets went down last week. So, yeah, go with Hollywood. I'm expecting a big Hollywood touchdown this week. So, Scary Terry, Hollywood, and McKinnon. All right, this one I want to get to uh, because it looks like we have some fans out there from the Aloha State that are texting in here from Hawaii. What's up, guys? Texting from the Aloha State. I have a guy offering me, looks like Josh Allen, Travis Kelsey, and DJ Chark, and they want Alvin Kamara from him. It's a 12-team full PPR league. I uh, guess thank you very much. That's from Mahalo uh, in, uh, in Aloha. Aloha. Mahalo. Wow. Right, right. I can't even say his name right. But he's from the Aloha State. It's amazing. Thank you for listening. So he's a you big train- fan of the nose on Twitter. Is yeah. he really? Yeah. Okay, there it is. And, and I'm a big fan of him. I've already addressed this, but I'm happy to address it on the air. Right, do it. You do not trade Alvin Kamara. It's actually one of our observations, so might as well just get it quickly out of the way. If you have Alvin Kamara... It looks like you might have yourself the the this year's version, if you would, of what it was once like to have a Marshall Falk and what it once was like to have a Ladanian Tomlinson. Yes, those guys maybe ran the ball more frequently, but the talent, did you see that run? Oh, my God. He is a pure, pure talent. He is right now the number one running back, and you just never win, in my opinion, when you are trading the best player in the league and that is Alvin Kamara. So hold tight. Work on your team any other way. Trading Alvin Kamara is not your best play. All right. So also, uh, it's a, he says he needs three wide receivers. Julio, DJ Moore, TJ Boyd, oh, Boyd, or T.Y. Hilton. And it looks like Scary Terry also. So three out of those. Scary Terry, T.Y., Oilcan, DJ, or Julio Jones. Pick three. For this week, I want you to have Julio Jones in your lineup. We discussed it. You need to have a backup for him. So if uh, you don't have a backup for him, go, go go on your waiver wires right now. See who the best Green Bay and or Atlanta wide receiver on your waiver wire is and pick him up because Julio is trending to play, but just in case. So you start Julio Jones. You're definitely starting Oil Can Boyd. That's 100%. And I'm going with a full PPR league. Still, DJ Moore is still a great PPR player. So go Julio, DJ Moore, and Oil Can. 
All right, more of your text messages on the other side here. Hour number two coming up. We still have a lot to get to, including the award-winning nose pick of the week coming up at the end of the show, the tight end of the week as well. We have to get to who the sniff test, who's passing and failing the sniff test. We have a lot to get to and a ton of text messages. Your text messages, priority coming up here in the next segment. This is Zach in the Nose, fantasy football show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. That's the Nose. I am Zach. We're back for hour number two after this. Zach in the Nose is back. Fantasy football show, fantasy football questions, fantasy football answers. You name it. We got it here on the show. We're brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Is that Trick Daddy? Of course it is. Oh, my God. We're convenience for our customers is our top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. I would tell you that we could talk and banter for the next couple minutes, but knows we have 14,000 text messages that have come in, and we need to get to all these people because it is only fair, and it's their show. Even though it's kind of our show, it's really their show as well. 305-567-0560 if you do want to try to get in here also. And if we don't get to your text at some at some point – just tweet the nose. You can get on Twitter. It's at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E. We're trying to get him to 2 million followers by the end of the season. 2 million is the goal. I think, I think we're at like 1.7 million now or 1.700. We're not sure where we are at this point, but we're getting there close. So I'm thrilled to, to have him, 600 followers. Right, so. I know. That's good. <laughs> thrilled. One of your boys from Hawaii just texted us. It was amazing. Mahalo. Right, and I butchered his name, so I'm not going to say it again. All right, if you want to get in here, like I said, text the show. We're going to get to the sniff test coming up here, probably in the next segment or the end of this segment. And then, like we always do, the award-winning segment at the end of the show, the Nose Pick of the Week. Right before that, we get to the tight end of the week, a segment that Nose made up and told no one about about three weeks ago, which I still love. It's one of my favorites, and I like when he laughs when I say that. All right, let's get right back to the text. Uh, Here's another one for you. Jarvis Landry or Manny Sanders this week? Right. Good question, but I think you have to go with Jarvis this week. Manny Sanders is becoming a little obsolete, though, when Michael Thomas comes back between Michael Thomas and Jared Cook and Alvin Kamara with a little Taysom Hill. You just don't get a lot of targets coming out with uh, Smith as well. You don't have a lot of targets coming to Manny Sanders. So uh, neither of them are very sexy. Jarvis is not getting in the end zone so far. Maybe he'll catch you your first touchdown. So I'd go with Jarvis over Manny. Jarvis hardly got in the end zone when he's in Miami either. He would have about 14 catches a game, and he would have 16 yards receiving and no touchdowns, right? Not I love great, Jarvis. Yeah. Love Good PPR Jarvis. player. Yes, yeah. great PPR player. Okay, out of Swift, Akers, and Dobbins, it looks like the running back, the rookie running backs this year, who would you drop out of those three guys? Who would be the first person you bleep canned off your team? At the, if you asked me at the beginning of the season, it would be a different answer, but I would actually go and drop Cam Akers. Right now, Akers is still hurt. He's now third behind uh, Daryl Henderson and Malcolm Brown. It's a three-headed monster. Um, so, yeah, I would drop him. Listen, Dobbins, you do not drop Dobbins. Dobbins has a chance, even though it's not now. I do not recommend starting Dobbins, but... He has the best chance if one injury happened to Mark Ingram or Gus the Bus Edwards, his value really goes up. And DeAndre Swift, I mean, they just flat out just said AP is their guy, right. which I am blown away. Because, Shocked, right, right. Yeah, Swift, after he dropped that touchdown and lost the game week one, there's just not a lot of confidence in him. But um, the answer is Cam Akers, drop him first. 
Right, right. That's a good one there. All right, how about this one? Uh, calling you out a little bit. If I had the old buttons for the Joe Rose show, it would it would sound like you've been called out. How does Ryan Texter text us in? How does Ryan Tannehill get on your candy list? Zero touchdowns, one interception. He wants to know if it's one point per yard league that you're in right there. Called out, nose. Take it. And I am going to take it like a man. I deserve to be called out, you know? I didn't have the greatest nose candy last week, so I saw 324 yards, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to throw it out there. Yes, you're right. He did not throw any uh, touchdowns. So, sir, you got me. I take it. It wasn't the best of nose candy. It was like right. like a bad batch of nose candy, if you know right. what I'm saying. Okay, <laughs> right, 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 Something right. that makes you go into a bad place. Right, right. It was not, cut not... with something wrong or something. Right. You wouldn't buy okay. it a second. You wouldn't buy and it we'll, a second We'll keep time. it right there. Right, right, right. Wouldn't buy that a second time. Uh, back to your text messages <laughs> here. Uh, guys need to start two out of three running backs. PPR League. Melvin Gordon, Devin Singletary, or David Montgomery. Two out of three PPR. Melvin Gordon, no-brainer in the situation. Melvin Gordon is the guy there tonight. He doesn't have anybody, well, he doesn't have uh, Philip Lindsay backing him up. Full PPR, they're going to lean on him. You're going to get the volume out of Gordon, so that is a no-brainer. Singletary and Montgomery is a lot closer, but uh, Singletary is right now the guy there. Uh, your boy Zach Moss, not Bush, Ooh, but Zach right, Moss, right. is coming back. So he will take a little bit, vulture a little bit of the volume at a Singletary. But I do trust Singletary and that Bills offense uh, more than Montgomery. So I'm going to go with Melvin Gordon and Singletary. My brother just let the dog outside and it looks like he broke two of the blinds on the door. And he's trying. He's to in trouble. Him. He's trying to fix it without anyone watching, but he doesn't realize that I see him. I, not, not that anyone cares out there. But I just got to tell you what's going on in my radio studio right now, right outside of it. Okay, anyways, uh, Nikhil Harry or Preston Williams? I didn't think I'd ever ask that question. Right, well, Nikhil Harry, we just can't trust yet, okay? He had one good game, uh, didn't get in the end zone, and that was a shootout. Right now, I don't trust that New England offense as far as I could throw him. For crying out loud, Rex Burkhead was a star last week and Sony Michelle. Uh, so week to week, I don't trust Nikhil Harry, and I just love the Dolphins set up for Ryan Fitzpatrick having a big game, and that means that Preston Williams should uh, have a good game. So I'm going Preston Williams very safely over Nikhil Harry. By the way, the inactives have come out for both teams tonight. Drew Locke, Blake Bortles, Philip Lindsay on the list for the Denver There you go. Broncos. It, just, it just shows if right. you have Melvin Gordon, it's a this is not tonight. a thought. Right. You're starting right. him, and you have to go through the pain of watching it. And for the Jets, by the way, Jamison Crowder's active. So is the rookie Becton, the left tackle, who's like eight feet tall and 400 pounds. And for the first time, Joe Flacco active, active. tonight for the scary, New York Jets. Scary, scary that they would scary. give up on Darnold. The whole, right. the whole thing is if you're a Jets fan and or if you're an anti-Jets fan like most of you are, uh, wow, this is Trevor Lawrence written all over it. That's uh, how I feel. <laughs> right. Okay. How about this one? A tight end question for you. Evan Ingram. Or my man Schultz out of Dallas. Yeah, I'm going to go with Schultz in Dallas, and I'm in, not happy about this recommendation because I was a big fan of Evan Ingram coming into the right, season. Right. I recommended Evan Ingram. I keep being a sucker for him because the talent is so there. Of course, right. Yet he does not find himself open, and when he does, he's dropped balls, and when he's open, sometimes Daniel Jones just doesn't hit him. And until I see that connection click... I can't recommend him. And Schultz is getting targets. He's the new Blake Jarwin there in Dallas. So I'm going with Schultz over Ingram, sadly. 
Uh, 305-567-0560 if you want to get in here. A little trade offer, somebody said. Debo Samuels and Ingram for James Robinson, a trade. Which do you like on that side? Would you give up Debo and Ingram for James Robinson at this point? Or if you own Jimmy Robinson, would you trade him for those two guys? I, I mean, I'm embarrassed that uh, somebody offered such a horrible offer for, for Robinson. Rob, for very Jimmy, quickly, right. yeah, very yeah. quickly, Robinson is a really good fantasy running back. I read something like he had set, he's touched the ball 78% of the time on their offense, which means he's getting the carries, he's getting catches in the backfield. He is their offense right now. So, man, there is no reason to be trading him. Or if you do and you want to trade him because his value is high, you're not trading for Debo Samuels, who hasn't played yet, and Evan Ingram, who we just discussed, who can't catch the ball. So, no, you're not making that trade. All right. Uh, half point PPR flex. Uh, Wilson Jr., Burkhead, or Swift? I'm going with Wilson Jr. in a no-brainer. Burkhead will not duplicate what he did. It looks like this person is from the Connecticut area code. I know area codes very well, so you might be a New England fan, even though I know you're not. That being said, no, Burkhead is not trustworthy. I like Jeff Wilson Jr. I love running backs in San Francisco. Mostert, the nose pick of the year. I'm really hoping he gets back on the field. Uh, but Wilson Jr. should be a really good start. Go with him. All right. One running back, two flex, PPR league, one-point PPR league. Uh, half per carry. Wow. Uh, that's a that's a lot right there to, to swallow right there. Uh, Dobbins, uh, Latavius Murray, Freeman, Burkhead. Uh, wow. So he needs two flex and one running back. So those are well, the running I'm, backs there. So one pick, running back and pick, two yeah. flex is a PPR league with a half a point per carry. Wow, that's yeah. an interesting one. So that what do you is... do running back-wise? If you got to pick one of those running backs, Dobbins, Murray, Freeman, Burkhead. Who's going to carry the ball the most right. is what the person is asking. And, and right. I, the answer is not very clear right now. Right. I actually believe we're going to say Latavius Murray might have more rushes than Dobbins and Freeman right now because Freeman is in a three-headed monster, and he's just getting his feet wet right now. Dobbins is in, in a three-headed monster where he right now is essentially the third – um, I guess the third down back who's not getting a lot of carries. So I'm going to go with Latavius Murray, who is still rushing the ball more than those two guys. Um, as well, if you have to pick a flex, I would pick Burkhead and I would pick uh, Hollywood Brown over Slayton, Harry, and Beasley. All right, love this text. Someone texted in, I love the show, guys. Thanks for always answering my questions. Last week's show on Tuesday was golden advice. Before the waiver wire was great. Wish all shows could be out of Tuesday. Keep up the great work. Yeah, we get moved around here, but we actually wanted to be on for Thursday Night Football to start your week. But yeah, that was an interesting Tuesday show we had last week after Sunday, Bloody Sunday. And we needed to be on that night because of all the craziness that went on with the waiver wire. But we appreciate your text. And yeah, if you text him, we're going to try to answer all your questions. We do appreciate the love there. I'm glad you love the show. We love doing it. Um, but yeah, last week, Tuesday was kind of an aberration for us because normally there's other stuff here on 560 to Joe, whether it's Hurricane Hotline or the high school show. Um, and we usually get our Thursday slot, 6 to 8 p.m. If we move around, we let you know. But we appreciate the, the love there and we appreciate the text there as well. Judge Judy or Gage, somebody texted in. <laughs> I can't recommend Judy. I can't recommend the judge. I just can't do it. Mark Rippon's uh, nephew is throwing the ball to him. and. Right. We just don't know what he looks like. Russell Gage, he got hurt last week and he left the game early, but Russell Gage has been a monster through, through the first two games. Uh, they throw the ball. Matt Ryan, 
versus Brett Rippin. Right. Your answer is <laughs> your your answer is Gage. Someone has a COVID text. We're going to get to that in just a second. Uh, let me answer this one more. Uh, PPR league, Carr or Danny Dimes at quarterback? Let's start with that. That's a brutal decision. Oof. Um, oof. I, I'm going with Danny Dimes because I don't trust Derek Carr versus that Buffalo um, that Buffalo defense. You have Tredavious White, best cornerback or second, you know, top five cornerback in the game. So I'm going to tell you to go give Danny Dimes – just one more shot to get the job done. And if he doesn't, you know, if he fails you now, you could essentially drop him at that point. But he's going against the Rams, and I expect that there might be a, uh, a shootout there. So he's going to have to score points. So go with Danny Dimes. All right. So also I need two of, the, two of this or two of these guys out of this list. Looks like Juju, Preston Williams, Marvin Jones, uh, TJ Hawkinson, uh, Michael Gallup, or I, I there's no way I'm going to be able to say this guy's name. Shinahaya Holt. Shin Shin Alt. It was. Okay. Uh, I said it very slowly and clearly because right. I don't want to get in trouble with the state. Well, I figured the faster I read it, the better chance I have of not breaking FCC violations at that point. And God knows I've been close. So <laughs> there, he's he's replacing Juju, and he needs to got to replace Juju. Right. right. I'm going with Preston William. Excuse me. I am going with Hawkinson for sure. T.J. Okay. Hawkinson, the tight end, and I'm actually go- I'm going with Gallup for sure uh, as the second choice. I uh, love Hawkinson this week and Michael Gallup. No, no brainer for me. All right, we answered this kind of in the first segment. We did because the whole first segment today, by the way, if you haven't heard it, was how to handle the COVID situation in your leagues, what to do roster wise, league wise, as the commissioner, as someone in the leagues. But someone texted in, how do you handle COVID? Do you add an extra roster spot mid season, or if you didn't account for it before the season, do you just live with it? Uh, knows I'll let you answer that, and please use the word super douche if you need to about a commissioner that at this point just says live with it. Right. So at this point, we did discuss it, but if you're just tuning in, uh, the COVID situation is never going to be fluid. We don't know what's going to happen. There might be a week 18, I'm reading, that has all the COVID uh, makeup games on on a week where fantasy football won't be existent. So how we're going to handle it, we're going to be proactive. Our commissioners are going to email everybody and just say, hey, I'm here. And we're going to give an extra IR spot for anything that is COVID related. So if somebody gets screwed with a COVID situation, and if you had Big Ben in week 10 and they can't play, you don't have to drop somebody. You could put them on the IR and then pick up another quarterback to start if that's what you need to do. Uh, Overall, though, what you want to do is you just want to be fair, okay? And being fair is not very hard. Being fair is what's best for the league. That's what we're saying. So you want to do what's best for the league by giving nobody as much of a competitive advantage and or screwing anybody because they got screwed by the COVID. So be flexible if you're a commissioner and allow a team to pick up a player without a penalty if they have a player that has to be on an IR for a COVID-related situation. All right, your text coming up with also the sniff test in the next segment. We have to get to all that. We have observations to go to also. But, man, we, we, we need a 10-hour show if we needed to get to all the information we had here for you. 305-567-0560 is the text line. This is Zach of the Noses. Fantasy football show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. When we come back, uh, we will get to the sniff test. We'll get to your text messages. And I have some breaking news, non-fantasy football that I must throw out there for everyone who does like um, and has a sweet tooth here in South Florida. We're back right after this. All right, this is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our top priority. 
Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. We had a bunch of text messages that come in during the break. We are going to get to the sniff test coming up here in just a second. One that came in, though, knows uh, actually probably good for you because it. we are starting kind of the the beginning of what you might call quote-unquote trade season. Someone actually was talking about uh, my team is stacked, but I do want to upgrade a position. Uh, can you give me a couple hints on guys that might be on some people's teams right now that are not doing as well as they probably should be that maybe you trade for or you go try to grab right now you have another ghost in your house Are you okay everything should be okay okay because i have i have nose on video by the way and every once in a while he looks behind him and i know he's in a house with no one else in it and he's looking behind him because there, last week there was a ghost in his house uh this week i'm just not sure if that ghost is back yet but we'll get to that in a second all right so possible <laughs> possible start of trading season uh, why don't, give me one guy at the top three positions, that's quarterback, running back, wide receiver, that maybe you could buy low right now or upgrade that team if he's on someone's team and that team is pretty stinky. An 0-3 team that has one of these guys might want to try to get a couple guys for them. Give me a quarterback, running back, wide receiver. Okay, I could do this. I could do this. So what we're doing is buying low. So is as for a quarterback did you know that Deshaun Watson currently is the 19th best fantasy quarterback in the league right now? Okay, I did, I did so, not know that. No. Now, an educated NFL or fantasy player would understand that he's had some tough matchups so far, including Baltimore, KC, and Pitt. That's two of the three uh, best defenses in the league. That's brutal. Um, but I believe he's going to start his comeback this week at home versus the Vikings. So if you want to go and get a quarterback right now, because you, that's a position that you decided to wait. You, you went with the plan of the 4-4-1, and you went with a Danny Dimes, and you just missed, and it happens. I recommend going and seeing what the owner of Deshaun Watson, what his team looks like, and try to make an offer for him. I think he's about to explode. So at the quarterback position, I'd go for Deshaun Watson. At the running back position... I would target, believe it or not, Joe Mixon. And I'm trying to get, now again, I'm trying to get these guys for a little cheap because I want their owners to be a little, at this point, fed up with it because right now he's averaging an embarrassing nine points per game so far. Uh, He hasn't done a thing, and he is way too talented to keep stinking it like this. So if you need a running back, and I would go to the Mixon owner and try to make a deal and try to give away some players right now. Again, everybody's roster is different, so I can't make up things. But Joe Mixon is a player that if you have a deep bench, maybe try to uh, trade a few of your bench players that are playing well right now for Mixon, and he should get better and soon. Right. And, and the last is the wide receiver position, and uh, I'm going with Devontae Parker, your very own Devontae Parker. Who's hamstr- well, I, I hope his hamstring is getting a little better. That's the expectation with this recommendation that he'll get more separation from uh, the cornerbacks. But remember, he's gone against the two best lockdown guys in Tredavious White and Stephen Gilmore so far. So you're three uh, games in, and he's played two of the hardest matchups he's going to have all season, You know, although I know he gets them one more time each. That being said, I think he's full of talent. Wonderful player, and right now their owners could be a little frustrated. So I think it's a lovely idea to maybe go target Devontae Parker right now. Right, right. All right, so before we get to your text messages and the sniff test right now, I did tease something before the break. Um, If you do have a sweet tooth out there, 
it looks like, and this is from WSVN7's uh, Twitter page, reopening soon, question mark. A sign in front of the establishment reads, reopening, Lord willing, October 27th. Folks, that's Nosberry Farm and those unbelievable cinnamon rolls. And if they're open October 27th, there will be a four-hour wait outside Nosberry Farm, and this guy will be in line. I will be right next to you holding your hand because let me tell you, I am not a sweet tooth guy. Of course I like my candy and I like my sweets, but it's not my thing. If I went to a restaurant, I'd rather order a few apps and then I'd skip the dessert. But let me tell you something, Zachariah. The cinnamon bun is the great – a warm cinnamon bun, especially in the gooey middle, is the greatest bite of sweetness with the cinnamon and the goo and the, the you know the the dough in the middle is just a little bit moist there is nothing more mouthwatering and incredible than a cinnamon bun so i'll be right by your side that's a great announcement right. for those who enjoy the south florida legendary right. cinnamon buns of course it, I, it got retweeted and put on my timeline by laz and cutler ridge because that's what laz does and he knows at that point if a announcement like that comes out we break into live coverage of anything <laughs> fantasy football NBA Finals, presidential debate, you name it. I would break into coverage to tell you about that. So October 27th, not that we do any kind of advertising for them. It is more for my stomach and nose of stomach why I announced that. Okay, let's get on to some more important things here. We do normally, and by now we've already went through this list probably about 40 minutes or so. We have gotten to so much. We need to start it now. We need to get to some players that uh, quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers that pass and fail the sniff test. Let's start with the quarterback position nose. Give me a couple quarterbacks that pass the sniff test. This is the week that Deshaun Watson versus Minnesota just is going to be free like a bird now. It's going to be really special game. So if you have Deshaun Watson, um, you're going to start him with confidence this week and you're going to get your confidence back in him. And if you don't have him and you don't have a good quarterback, I recommend right now start making trade offers and get a conversation going for him. He's only going to blow up from here. Um, Jared Goff versus the Giants. I know you have him in a two-quarterback league and you decide each week whether you start him or not. So I'm looking at you and I am telling you, this is a week to start him against the G-Men. To me, this is a no-brainer start. Uh, the G-Men secondary is wiped out. Goff should have a very good game. And lastly, perfect example, if you had either Big Ben or uh, Ryan Tannehill and you're looking to pick up a player in lieu of them right now missing the games due to COVID, look no further than your boy, Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's hey, right. Hey, how about I said that? it. It, let's just do simple math, Zach. One plus one equals two. One, Russell Wilson is going to score like crazy on you. Right. Two, Ryan Fitzpatrick is not afraid to throw the ball and will throw the ball to because they're going to have to try to catch up with Russell Wilson. What does that mean? You're going to have at least 300-plus yards and two to three touchdowns out of Ryan Fitzpatrick. And I would recommend starting him all day if you need a quarterback this week. Yeah, that's good stuff right there. Those are three quarterbacks that passed the sniff test for week four. Deshaun Watson, Jared Goff, and Fitz Magic making the list as well. All right, let's get to the running back position. Give me a couple running backs this week for week four of the NFL season that passed the sniff test. I know I recommended him last week, and I'm just making a point this week that Jimmy Robinson in Jacksonville is a must-start every week right now. I love him against the Bengals. He's the man. He's getting so much volume, and for fantasy, it couldn't be any better. That team is mud, but Jimmy Robinson is not, so definitely go with him. Uh, Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson of the Rams, with Cam Akers likely to be out, 
Henderson had a hot hand last week, and I expect him to keep going uh, against the G-men as well. Right now, he's the guy there. Malcolm Brown looks to be the less talented of those two running backs, and Daryl Henderson's going to get a lot of run. And I expect him, after this game, to be the clear-cut number one when it's been a rotation. I have a big game out of him. And I'm going, to, I'm going to back to the well here. Uh-oh. Kenyon Drake gets another shot. Okay, He's not the nose pick of the week, but he's going against the Panthers, who haven't stopped anybody on the ground. So I know you're likely starting him. I know he was a late second-round pick for you. Uh, but don't fear, Kenyon Drake should have a much better game this week. All right, three running backs that passed the sniff test for week four, Daryl Henderson, Kenyon Drake, and big Jimmy Robinson. All right, so give me a couple wide receivers for week four of the NFL season that passed the sniff test. I said that Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to have a big game, and that means Devontae Parker's going to have a big one too. So I would get Devontae Parker in your lineup with confidence. Zach, again, I follow your leagues quite a bit. I know he's a player that you are always on the – do I start or sit right, situation? Right. Well, I'm telling you, when I look at that lineup tomorrow, he better be in. Uh, I had Will Fuller V versus Minnesota having that big game as well. But right now, of course, I get about uh, an hour ago, he has the hamstring injury. Oh, no. Not uh, right. My Lord, he cannot stay healthy. So if he is a full-blown go, you could start him, but I am nervous about him. So I'm replacing him with a late replacement of the, new, of the rookie, Brandon Ayuk of San Francisco, who's consistently getting more run. He's getting carries. He's getting receptions. I like him having a big touchdown this week against the Eagles. And then Amari Cooper is a player that I know he's had like the third most targets in the NFL, but he is not finding the end zone. This is where it's going to change against the Browns. It's his time to find the end zone. So start Amari Cooper with confidence. And if you're in a DFS league, I think you could get him which on a little cheaper version this week, and I think he could have a top three game. So go with Amari Cooper in DFS, and obviously in uh, league standard leagues, start him. All right, so Amari Cooper, Devontae Parker, and Brandon Ayuk are the wide receivers this week that passed the sniff test. All right, we gave you the running backs, the wide receivers, and the quarterbacks that passed the sniff test. That means that we have a couple that failed the sniff test this week for week four of the NFL season. Let's start with the quarterback position there, Nose. Give me a couple of quarterbacks this week that fail the sniff test. Zach, if you don't mind, because we do have a ton of action going on, I'm just going to one breath this whole thing, you know, Ace Ventura style, okay? <clears throat> Take a deep breath first. Do it. Okay, only this. Okay, quarterbacks that fail the stiff test. That is Carson Wentz. I am done with you, Carson Wentz, especially at San Francisco. Do not start him. He has to prove to be much better to be starting in your lineup. Extremely disappointing. Derek Carr versus Buffalo. Simply put, you can do better. If you could start Derek Carr in a league, that means you could pick up Ryan Fitzpatrick. So do that. And Phillip Rivers at Chicago. So far, pretty uh, disappointing start to his season. He's not finding T.Y. Hilton like I thought he might have for those longer touchdowns. It sounds to be like the Jonathan Taylor show there. He's been very average, and I expect him to be very average again versus Chicago. Um, the running backs are, do not, I can't trust any Baltimore running back, Zach. They're all a three-headed monster. I watched every second of that game, and they play Ingram and Gus the Bus and Dobbins, and there is no rhyme or reason to them, and for that reason, I don't like any of them. A name that we always talk about is Leonard Fournette. Can I trust him? Can I not trust him? When can I trust him? You're not trusting him this week. Not until the volume is there. Not until we see 17 rushes and he is the man there. I cannot trust Leonard Fournette. 
And then we've heard so much about, do I start DeAndre Swift or Adrian Peterson or on Johnson? No, I don't want you starting any of the Detroit running backs. It is too many. It's a three-headed monster. Adrian Peterson is very similar to Gore, where he's just getting yards. He's not finding the end zone. And he's getting 60 to 70 yards as a best-case scenario. So I don't love any of the Detroit Lions running backs. And lastly, the wide receivers that fail. I don't like I don't like Nikhil Harry versus Kansas City. I don't trust any Raiders wide receivers versus the Bills. And Mike Williams of the Chargers, man, he just is not getting any of the targets that he should be getting. I don't trust him until uh, Herbert finds him the ball. So don't start any of uh, those wide receivers. All right, a lot there for the failing of the sniff test quarterback, running backs, and wide receivers. Start with the quarterback, Carson Wentz, Derek Carr, Phillip Rivers, running backs, the Baltimore running back contingent, Leonard Fournette, Adrian Peterson, Kerryon Johnson, DeAndre Swift, all the Detroit backfield, and Nikhil Harry, all the Raiders wide receivers, and Mike Williams for the wide receivers there that failed the sniff test. Your text messages, the tight end pick of the week and the nose pick of the week coming up here in the last segment of the show. And I just want to uh, reiterate at this point that we are possibly 26 days away from cinnamon rolls at Nosberry Farm. I'm just going to keep saying that at this point. Zach of the Nose's Fantasy Football Show is back. It's brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. 305-567-0560 is the text machine. We have a couple more we need to get to before the show is over. Plus, we have a lot to get to before we wrap things up. That's the Nose. I am Zach. We're back right after this. All right, folks, we're back. Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our top priority. Find new roads with Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. 305-567-0560 is the text machine. We still got the Nose Pick of the Week coming up. We got the Tight End Pick of the Week coming up as well. And by the way, I wanted to give a little shout out because I know we need to get to something else here quickly. To our boy, uh, Miami Mondo, who listens to us all the time. You've been really harsh on Carson Wentz. And you know that's Mondo's dude. I just wanted to apologize to him. You know, listen, I know you take your your ego seriously, but he needs to tighten up, and you know it. Right. Uh, He did. He does at this point. Carson Wentz needs to do that. Okay. So I know that there's something you like to get to each week, uh, and I know that um, we haven't gotten to it yet, or haven't even really brought these guys up yet. Uh, Your weekly check in with the top two dudes. And when I say can I have this one, Hoss? Right. It's all you. I'll move away. Go ahead. So. Again, because if you're a regular listener to this show, I drilled for three weeks, and I'm going to continue to do this every week, that drafting quarterbacks early, specifically Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, in rounds one through three, is simply a mistake. It's not how you build your team, and I get a lot of slack about that. What are you talking about? Lamar Jackson's a running back and a wide receiver. Well, let's just do our weekly check on Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Mahomes comes off a huge game, and he had a beautiful game, and ranks overall fourth amongst all quarterbacks. Okay, that's good. He's still behind Russell Wilson, uh, Josh Allen, and Dak. But where he was going, you know, it's too early. But then there's Lamar Jackson. He's 12th currently amongst all quarterbacks. 12th. And I'm going to leave it there. Right. There's not much else you need to do at that point. Uh, that's an interesting one right there. And we're going to see how that goes, Zach. Right. It, it, he might creep right. up. Right. Right. right, right, right. But as of right now, as we stand, that's all that matters. People right who now. took right. Lamar Jackson in the first, second, or third round are not getting the value back, not even right. close. Right. All right, a couple text messages here before we get to everything else that we need to get to before the show is done today. 305-567-0560. 
Why I love the text machine is this exact reason, because we had someone text us earlier in the show and asked us a question about positions. That person has retexted us back, said, I hit the waivers. I replaced Devontae Freeman with McKinnon as an option. I also got hit in this two quarterback league by Coven and lost Big Ben and Juju. It's a PPR league, need a flex and a wide receiver. So pick two out of this list, I'm guessing. Preston Williams, TJ Hawkinson, Miles Gaskin makes the list, Marvin Jones Jr., Jarek McKinnon, Nikhil Harry, Zach Moss, flex and a wide receiver from that list. Well, if you could start Hawkinson, I would start Hawkinson. And then it was Freeman. There was a running uh, uh, McKinnon. Definitely right. start McKinnon. So I'm going with McKinnon and, and TJ Hawkinson in this, okay. in this situation. That's perfect right there. I need running back help. Somebody text in. I have Derrick Henry, Chubb, uh, Radio Raheem, and Swift. Only two are playing. God, what a start uh, you had with Henry, right. Chubb, and, and Radio. Right. Oh. That's awesome. Uh, only two are playing. Looking at Brian Hill, what can I do? I mean, what can you do? It's not that good of a decision. Do I like Brian Hill over DeAndre Swift? Yes, I do. Um, I'd go on your waiver wires if you could maybe tweet at me since we're late in the show. Is Jeff Wilson Jr. available, the other San Francisco running back? I would prefer him over Brian Hill. Listen, Brian Hill had a few good runs last week, but ultimately that's still Todd Gurley's show there. Um, You might get lucky out of him, but I don't recommend Brian Hill. So I would want more of an extensive list than that. Um, But yeah, you have a situation where uh, Derrick Henry's out this week, and this is your bye week for him. So you have Chubb and hope he is the horse he is. Um, But I'd like to see what other options there are over Brian Hill. Uh, How about this one? Adam Schefter just tweeted this out. uh, Looks like about two minutes ago. Packers wide receiver Alan the Lizard Lazard underwent core muscle surgery this week. He's out indefinitely per source. Coming off the best game of his NFL career. Six catches, 146 yards against Saints. He is out indefinitely. Another wide receiver down. Unfortunate for him. That is a big, big leap forward for Valdez Scantling. Earlier in the show, we were between two players. I don't remember the other one. Uh, we get drilled with a lot of questions, but I said Marquez Valdez Scantling, and I highly recommend if he's on your waiver wires that you run, don't walk, pick him up, especially if you have Devontae Adams or Julio Jones. Right. Somebody just texted him, by the way, I'm old school, always going to pick a running back or a quarterback in the first round. It's the law. It is the law. Well All right. Done. Well done, sir. You and Poor Judge Dredd, I am the law. Right, right, right. Uh, PPR League, Julian Edelman, or it looks like Will Fuller V. Yeah. I know where, I know where you're going here. Well, I'm going with if Will Fuller V plays, then I'd consider it. But for a full PPR league, Julian Edelman fell off the chair last week, meaning he did nothing before the week before. He was amazing. I'm going to go with the other every other week theory. I'm going to go with Edelman in the PPR league. If this was not a PPR league and Fuller was fully playing, I'd go with Fuller. But PPR, that's Edelman all day. This might be my favorite text of the uh, show so far. Denver at Jets. Netflix it is. That's correct. I don't know whatever you're watching. Maybe you could recommend it to us. I'm looking for some new shows. Right. Cobra, right. Cobra Kai is almost done. Oh, yeah. You got to find a new one there. I like the sci-fi stuff, so I'm not going to recommend any to you. I get all the crazy shows I watch. Uh, Fitzmagic or the mustache on the waivers? Who do you pick up? Great question. That's Fitzmagic. All day. I like, you know, I, I mentioned it early in the show. I do like Gardner Minshew, but I love Fitzmagic. This is, uh, again, we told one plus one equals two. That's Russell Wilson is going to score, which means we're going to, Fitzpatrick's going to throw the ball. He'll have a few INTs in there, but he's also going to have quite a few yards and definitely two to three touchdowns. 
I like this one because this one uh, is a text about kickers, and even at the end of his text, he bans himself from the show at the end, which is very funny. <laughs> but it's one of my favorite texters. It sucks for special teams. I got the Steeler kicker who's been money. My roster is not worth dropping for another kicker. Uh, take that. I just grabbed Sly, wire filled with kickers. You could ban me for the show for asking about kickers. I won't. We're, we don't name kickers right, in this league. Right, right. I will not ban you. That is a warning. That is the first warning we'll throw out there because you are one of my favorite texters. But it's funny that you, uh, this is the same guy I think that said it's the law, old school pick running back over quarterback. You redeemed yourself with that text. You're off probation now. Everything is fine with you at that point. All right, 305-567-0560 is the text machine. If you want to get a couple more in here, we need to get to tight end of the week. We need to let the nose let you know who to start at tight end, who his favorite guy is this week. So week four of the NFL season, Mr. Nose, give me your favorite and the best tight end of the week. Well, if you've been listening to the show, I've sort of been consistent because we've been asked this about this player like four to five times, and he's with other very good players. But this is the week where TJ Hawkinson, that's right, the first-round draft pick out of Iowa, is going to have his big game, possibly the best game of his career. He's been good so far this year, Zach, but not great. He's carving out a bigger role for himself right now in Detroit, and he's had a floor right now of four catches for 50 yards in just about all of his games so far, right? Well, they're playing the Saints, who have given up the most fantasy points to tight end so far this year. That's why I love TJ Hawkinson. He's got the targets coming his way, and he's going against a team who can't stop uh, the tight end. So right off the bat, this is a no-brainer for me. The tight end pick of the week. The Iowa Hawkeye, TJ Hawkinson. All right, I like it. TJ Hawkinson gets the tight end of the week from the nose for this week. Nose pick of the week coming up here in just a couple minutes. I want to uh, ask a couple more questions that are coming in on the text line. Someone texted in here. It looks like even close to one of your observations from earlier that we didn't get to, talking about Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs, talking about did they, uh, did they hit it? Did they get the guys this year? Uh, picking those two guys. Uh, what do you think about that Buffalo offense? We never talk about the Buffalo offense. Stefan Diggs, what a win for you if you drafted him because he went real late based off of the uncertainty of what Josh Allen was going to be. Is he going to run the ball? Is Josh Allen going to throw very inconsistently? Well, no, no, no. You hit a home run if you hit either of those guys. Forget about it. Josh Allen is a star, okay? Star. And this is the perfect player for the strategy that we did of drafting a Josh Allen in the rounds 9, 10, because that's where he was going on average. If you did that, if I did a study of how many teams have Josh Allen and what, where they are in their league, I guarantee you, Zach, like 85% are going to either be 3-0 and or 2-1-1. Josh Allen is the true prize. Right. But on top of it, Man, Stefan Diggs, he's so good, and he is his guy right now. He's a top six wide receiver in all fantasy leagues right now, and I do not expect it to end. The Buffalo Bills are for real, and when the weather gets a little crazy there, it might change it a little bit, but if you uh, decided to load up on the Bills, you're reaping the benefits. Right, yeah, that's a good uh, a good problem to have right now if you pick Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs on your team. Another one that was on your observation list that got texted in a couple times was about the Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky uh, kind of dynamic there at this point. Um, if you had Mitchell Trubisky and you picked up Nick Foles, is Trubisky now droppable? Like, what do you do now if those two guys are on your roster because you had one and you picked up the other as the backup? What do you do in that situation uh, in Chicago with the two quarterbacks? Yeah, you could drop Trubisky at this point. I don't see it going in the other direction. When they decided to bench Trubisky, 
it was almost like saying we're giving up on the two pick overall, the guy that we picked before, Deshaun Watson and Pat Mahomes. I think the project is over there because I know that Nick Foles is professional. For crying out loud, the guy is a Super Bowl MVP. Am I not right there, Zach? So he is in an offense that is made for him as well. They throw the ball, crossing patterns. He's going to be great. Anthony Miller is going to take a step up, but the true winner in all of this is Allen Robinson. And if you're an Allen Robinson owner, you saw what happened last week. And more, I see you strutting that face right now. You're so happy with I am shaking my head and smiling. Yeah, you are, because Allen Robinson is one of the more gifted and talented wide receivers, but had Mitchell Trubisky throwing him the ball. Now he has Nick Foles throwing him the ball. It's a huge upgrade. Listen, again, every league is different, but if you're in a two-quarterback league and Nick Foles is on your team and he's your second quarterback, I think you're doing great. I see very good things for this offense now moving forward. All right, 305-567-0560 if you have any more text messages to get in here before the show is done. Here's a good one. The Danny Dimes or Derek Carr quarterback conundrum. I looked at waivers, and there's Minshew and Mullins and Kirk Cousins, Teddy Bridgewater or Nick Foles or Danny Dimes on my roster. What do I do? You're picking up Nick Foles, and you're starting him, and you're not looking back, okay? So, for uh, yeah, that's it. You're going to go with Nick Foles. This is an offense that's waiting to explode a little bit, and now they have a gunslinger and a person who's going to get his athletes the ball. So, uh, Nick Foles is my pick with Garden Minshew just right behind him, but definitely pick up Foles and roster him right now. It is amazing that we're going into week four of the NFL season and we're talking about Nick Foles as starting. I'm not surprised by this, Zach. I'm not. No, I say that as amazing because I honestly thought that he would beat him out in the beginning of the season. It would be end of Mitchell Trubisky before the first game of the season. And if you are a Bears fan out there or just follow the NFL in general, one thing that will haunt that Bears team forever is trading up to take Mitchell Trubisky with Deshaun Watson and Pat Mahomes six, seven, eight spots back in both those. And by the way, not just that, but if you go back to, I believe it's the 2017 NFL draft, before we get to the nose pick of the week, I like to bring up the minutia part of the show, and this is it. You didn't have a chance to get Miles Garrett. He went first overall. The, the Bears took Mitchell Trubisky with a second overall pick. Leonard Fournette, Corey Davis, Jamal Adams, Mike Williams, Christian McCaffrey, John Ross, Pat Mahomes, Marshawn Lattimore, and Deshaun Watson were the top 12. The God, Bears that John Ross Mitch- pick is so bad. Right. Think about the Bengals. The Bengals at that point could have had Pat Mahomes or Deshaun Watson or solidified the defense with Marshawn Lattimore. But if you are the Bears, you could have taken Jamal Adams, Christian McCaffrey, Marshawn Lattimore, Mahomes, or Watson. Instead, you traded up for Mitchell Trubisky. You are haunted by that. Bad. Totally haunted, right? That's a great. You can still, you can still, you can still dream of the '85 Bears because it was the best right. team of all time. Right. But I don't even know how many years ago. That's what is that? Thirty-five years ago? Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically Jeez, at that point. it's been a long time. Right. And just to uh, pour more, you know, salt on the wound, you could have had Marlon Humphrey, Tre'Davious White, T.J. Watt, also in the first round of that draft without trading. So you could have done all that without trading any. Wow, of you just out. crushed Trubisky and the Bears. Because I hear, listen, we're just sport. Like I said, it's a sports radio, like full segment in general, going over bad drafts, redrafting people. When you see what the Bears did that year by trading, and I believe they traded a first, second, and then another third and fourth, as well as another like crazy amount of picks to move up one spot to take Mitchell Trubisky. Anyways. That's for sports radio, and we're doing fantasy football radio. The nose pick of the week uh, is coming up right now. I'm very excited for this as uh, well. Somebody texted in a whole thing about 
sci-fi stuff i'm gonna have to get to that on uh outside of the show that's some good stuff for me right there i like that uh that's coming out of the text machine right now that was six texts long a sci-fi text total dork stuff. you brought it up right i like it a lot all right let's get to it the nose pick of the week as we do here every week the nose gives us who he loves this week sometimes it's nose candy sometimes it's a nosebleed and then sometimes at the end of the year, we look back and go, wow, what a great pick by the nose. That was outstanding. Once again, you're up. Week four, NFL season starting tonight, 825, with the Jets and the Broncos. Your week four nose pick of the week is... The biggest friend of the uh, friend of the show so far, and he's getting his turn, Oil Can Boyd. That's yes. right, if you know, Oil Can Tyler Boyd, big friend of the show, is the slot-wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals going against the Jaguars who are dead last in the league so far about stopping slot wide receivers. This is a match made in heaven. Joe Burrows is finding him every week. His targets are really high, and I expect him to just be the man this week. So if you're looking for a player in a DFS league, especially with a PPR twist to it, please get Tyler Boyd oil can in your lineup. He's going to have at least 100 yards and two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. I'm calling out a big game for him. If you're a Tyler Boyd owner and you didn't start him last week, that was a mistake. You won't make that mistake again. Oil Cam Boyd is the nose pick of the week for week four of the NFL season. Well done there, noise. Uh, noise. I almost called you noise there. Noise. Like oil, oil, oil can and, and nose in one. That's noise. All right. That is the nose. If you didn't get your question in, at Spencer Nose on Twitter, N-O-S-E. This is Zach on the Nose Fantasy Football Show. It's brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet, our great friends at Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. DJ Sweet Lou, great job tonight. Nose, great job. As always, I am Zach. From the Joe Rose Show with Zach Krantz. I'll speak to you again in the morning. We'll talk to you again next Thursday night, 6 to 8 p.m. Have a great fantasy week. Score lots of points, unless you're playing me. See you guys later. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.